and we're back with another episode of the Daily Aztec Music Podcast, otherwise known as simply Damn. I am Jason Freund, and I'm, of course, joined by my main man in... Ryan Hardison. Ah, Ryan, we are recording this on opening day right now. It's opening day of baseball, and um, I really do think it should be a national holiday, in my opinion. I strongly agree, and the fact that we got the last two days off, but we don't get opening day off, kind of kind of a travesty to me, you know. I got my Mike Trout jersey laid out on my chair right now. I'm ready to put it on, and I'm ready to watch some baseball. I mean, as we're speaking right now, I know this is a podcast audio only, but I'm currently rocking my Brown Padres jersey as a loyal fan. So doing my part, hoping that we beat those Arizona Diamondbacks. No, yeah, I'm ready to attend some attend some games at Petco. Also rooting for the Angels to finally do something this year. So we'll see if that happens. <laughs> you, Kyle, and DG are all hoping the same thing. <laughs> but we aren't here to talk about sports in general. We're going to talk about a different kind of game. We're talking more of the virtual side. We're going to talk a little bit about video games and what they have to do with their influence in music. Ryan, I know you were talking to me before the podcast you said that there's a lot of songs that you've heard that have just are very influenced by certain video games out there on the market right now. We're just talking about the subject of them. Yeah, there's honestly tons. I think the main reason is that, especially in like rap music, there's a lot of talk about a person's daily lifestyle. And a lot of people like to play video games in their downtime. And also even just the rise of video games and like video game consoles corresponded with like the rise of rap music in the eighties. Cause there was, I think Sega Genesis came out like at the end of the eighties, then like Nintendo. So there's a lot of like Donkey Kong, Mario Kart references. And then you got like other consoles like PlayStation, Xbox, you get Call of Duty re- references. And now you got Fortnite references more recently stuff like that even like red dead redemption so there, there's always tons tons of references i mean i know like the first the first real music video quote unquote of uh little nas x when he dropped um when he dropped old town road the first music video for that was literally just clips of red dead redemption that he found online and he just put the song to it and he just started playing the clips of red dead online that was the first music video for old town road i thought that was kind of funny oh my god i actually i totally forgot about that because i remember yeah when the song first started going viral especially like i got the horses in the back like that part of the song like yeah it was just using clips from that wow honestly really creative uh like props to him (laughs) yeah i mean and there's just so many other things that you can talk about. I know that people name drop Call of Duty a lot. People drop Donkey Kong references. I'm sure there's a few Legend of Zelda songs out there. I'm pretty sure Drake was on a song that was literally, he was a featured artist on a song called Pikachu. And it was a rap song, but it was kind of the, it, was, it wasn't that good of a song. Like I can't even remember who made it. All I remember is that it was not very good. And the lyrics were so like basic. It's like, I'm trying to take a Pikachu. It's like, dude, come on. Who kn- You knew what's coming after that. You know what rhyme is coming after that line. You can't put anything else, any other Pokemon other than Pikachu after that one. It's like, come on, man. That's lazy. I love when you could like listen to a lyric and then you could like completely predict what they're gonna say next because it's like there's only like a certain word that they can rhyme it with. So it's like 
<laughs> it's like you totally know the direction that they're gonna go but even that reminded me though that uh i think it, yeah it was post malone just recently dropped a song i think was it for like i think it's for like the 20th it was some like anniversary for pokemon and he dropped a song for it yeah yes you're no you're right you are right because i remember they pokemon hyped up this huge thing i think it was like something about pokemon go or the 20th anniversary of pokemon or something and post they got freaking post malone to drop a concert a, a virtual concert about pokemon yes the pokemon day virtual concert for their 25th anniversary yeah post malone and they had post malone with, combined with pikachu to drop a concert it was kind of weird but kind of funny at the same time yeah because i heard the song and i was like actually like like i, I kind of like it and then, but that reminds me of even uh, like Travis Scott having those Fortnite concerts, the like inside of Fortnite. I know he's not the only artist to do that. I think a couple other ones have done it as well. I want to say like Logic has. Plus, like just Logic. a lot of them are streamers like as well too, especially like Travis Logic, Lil Yachty. I mean, it seems like everyone's streaming. Yeah, I feel like Logic has also dropped a couple songs that make references to, like, I think he has a few Legend of Zelda references. Street Fighter is a popular video game series to reference. I think Nicki Minaj dropped one about Street Fighter, about um, Chun-Li. She made a song oh, about Chun-Li. Right. And that was, like, right before Cardi B showed up. So, like, I was like, wow, Nicki Minaj is going to be the queen of rap. Then Cardi B shows up and blows her out of the water. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, the Chun-Li reference. There's also, yeah, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Those are some big ones. And I just remembered that Logic actually has, like, a song called Super Mario Bros. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that makes sense. Logic is kind of the kind of guy who would drop a song about Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it, it completely adds up. I'd say out of, like, most contemporary rappers, he probably has the most video game references. And because he... He references like a lot of like classic games to like Nintendo and like Sega and stuff along with like the more current games. Because mm-hmm. he's he's also just kind of a nerd in general. And I don't even mean I don't mean that as like an insult or anything. I'm just like he, he just like loves video games. So I think the word nerd has kind of lost its meaning. I think it was an insult back in like the 80s and maybe you can get away with it in the 90s, but nowadays it's kind of like a badge of honor to be called a nerd. So no, honestly, because it's like back then it's just like, oh, you're a nerd. But now it's just like, oh, you're a nerd. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> See, back then, if you called someone a nerd, that's dorky. But now you call someone a nerd, it's kind of cool. And some people kind of like that. I think it's kind of hot. But that's a different topic for another day. <laughs> it's retro, man. Everything comes back. It's a cycle. <laughs> Everything comes back. What I think there was also something I want to talk about. I don't, I don't want to take like, to shift away the attention from you, but something I wanted to say is that there's a lot of actual games about music and playing with the music. I know Guitar Hero is one of like, the biggest, most well-known ones because, I mean, the first Guitar Hero, they were dropping songs by Motorhead. They had Deep Purple. They had some Queen even in there. Bowie, Ziggy Stardust was on the first Guitar Hero. I mean, ZZ Top, Jimi Hendrix, they just had so much music, and that exposes people to this kind of music and it's cool that video games can do that and it's not just guitar hero as well it's so many other franchises yeah definitely for sure because i know i think it was like a month ago i totally forgot that i had the game rock band and i played that 
and it just like brought back so much like memories because I know there's songs in there from Paramore, there's Eye of the Tiger, there's songs from like the Ramones, just a lot of like classic rock music, like especially like or like punk music from like the 70s. Then you got the more 2000s alternative music. And I think it's really cool, like you said, because even like similar to Guitar Hero, it exposes younger audiences to like older rock music. And I think it's it's also a cool way to just like practice like learning instruments and like me pretending like I could actually play the drums when I'm able to when I'm able to play a Paramore song. Uh, my brothers had a rock band. My the oldest brother he would play drums and the middle one he would play guitar i wouldn't play because i was bad at it so i just kind of watched them play but of course we can't talk about guitar hero without the most infamous song from guitar hero through the fire and flames dragon force like the <laughs> like if you could beat through the fire and the flames on expert mode back in the 2000s you were considered a you were worshipped as a god now it's just so like anyone can do it it's incredible dude i was always so bad at guitar i never ever stood a chance but props to anyone who was able to accomplish that feat because that that was like no literally though especially if you played with your friends and stuff and they were able to like do that song on experts just kind of like whoa all right we got a badass over here (laughs) (laughs) yeah and also, there's not just like games like Guitar Hero do this. Um, you you even mentioned this before the podcast. You said that um, oh man, what was it? It was uh, Just Dance. You said Just Dance. That's another one that's really popular. I know it's more like a motion based kind of game. Like it's only like for the Wii, which is probably the only reason it's still on life support right now. But people, but they made like a Michael Jackson centric one to it, and that kind of blew up a little bit it got pretty popular yeah that's the one i honestly love the most out of all of them because i remember uh when just dance like first came out it was pretty big with the first couple ones on wii because that was also the time when the wii was first like sort of exploding it was the biggest like kid-friendly console and stuff but yeah really fun games motion capture stuff honestly i'm a terrible dancer but it's easy for even people like me and especially the Michael Jackson one was so fun because obviously he's known for his amazing choreography and they have a lot of great songs from his career. And that's also a game that I was playing the other day. Cause I was just like, let me dust off my Wii and, and do some stuff here. But yeah, honestly, so much fun. And yeah, this is an amazing career too. So it was really great, but I wish they did more, like artist-centric games like that because i think those are so awesome well going back to i know guitar hero dropped two specifically about that they made one about aerosmith for some reason aerosmith's a good rock man oh my kidding aerosmith's pretty good and another one about metallica they dropped two of those artist-centric song not not songs artist-centric artist oh my god i'm stuttering so bad right now artist-centric games and they all turned out to be pretty decent i mean i know there's sometimes they had a little bit of controversy because some of the bands didn't like their names being on there i know that for one of the games guitar hero put smells like teen spirit on there and the former members of nirvana didn't like the fact that kurt cobain was like a featured character in that game because you know kind of passed away so they were a little upset about that but i think they got it resolved but 
now just going back to what I was saying before, yeah, I think they should drop more video games that are kind of just based off of like an artist or focusing on one band or performer. Yeah, and I definitely understand, especially what you were saying about uh, sometimes the band don't really like the their like image being portrayed and stuff like that. And I think the main reason why there isn't a lot of artist-centric ones is because of licensing purposes, just getting the music cleared, even just the appearance of the band members cleared. It's kind of like, I feel like it's probably a hard and sometimes expensive process. And overall, it might not even be worth it to pursue, but I really, really want like a Prince centric game. I know it's impossible because he, he like, when he was alive, he was really, really guarded about his music Mm -hmm. and he would honestly be kind of sick to his stomach right now that his music is even on streaming services so like it's probably the most impossible one to happen but that's why i want it to happen if weird al couldn't convince prince to let him parody his songs i don't think we could ever get something like that and weird al was like the king of getting people to like agree to do make a parody of his songs like he would just literally ask him hey can i make a parody of your song yeah sure go ahead and do it yeah, Weird Al shockingly got so many people to agree because I'm just thinking of Weird Al songs. I'm like, wow, he got like MJ, Madonna, like at the height of their fame to be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and he's just this weird dude. It's <laughs> like, he, oh, let me turn beat it into eat it. <laughs> I remember he asked uh, Nirvana, he asked Kurt Cobain, he's like, hey, I want to make a parody of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Kurt's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Wait a minute, it's not going to be about food, is it? He's like, no, it's not going to be about food. It's going to be no one can understand your lyrics. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Go ahead, do it. That'll be pretty funny. So if Weird Al could get almost anybody to agree to parodies, except for Prince. Prince was the one guy he couldn't get. So trying to, like you said, Prince is probably rolling in his grave now that you can listen to his songs on Spotify. And the fact that if someone made a game based on him, I don't think he, I, I'm not sure he would like that. I wouldn't like that too much. Yeah, he was honestly, like, I think he's just, like, too too serious, man. And, like, weird, I mean, Weird Al is just, like, so goofy in general that it's just, like, if you're if you're not in it for his bit, then you're just not going to like <laughs> him, like, parodying your music at all. I think what's also really cool about how we can have video games and music is that licensed music, when done right, can be really good. In a game, one example I want to give is um, Final Fantasy 15, 14, no, 15, 15. A, they made a, they made the game. It was based, it was a, it was centered around four different characters, and it was basically about their journey to, you know, find a princess, marry her, weeb stuff, Final Fantasy stuff. And the song they based, the song they had centered or focused around was "Stand by Me." It was a cover by Florence plus the machine. And at the beginning, it was a funny little thing like, oh, wow, they're playing Stand By Me. Their car broke down. Now they're trying to push it. And it's like, oh, then won't you stand by me? It's like, oh, that's funny. That's cute. And then at the very end, when the whole thing goes down, they play that song again. Good Lord. That's one of the few times I've actually got emotional over a video game. It was when that song kicked in at the very end. Like, son Mm, that's that hits you hits you right there in the heartstrings no yeah some video game soundtracks are like so perfectly put together because they really 
especially if that like a certain like you said like how they played it at the very end like when something is played right at the emotional climax or something or right after a big event happens it's just so like powerful it's, it's kind of like even being how like music is used in movies you know at pivotal moments of a certain scene or a certain conflict stuff like that like one for me in particular that i really like i can't remember when it was used in the game but i love the song like i've already talked about d'angelo before but he has a song called uh, Unsh- uh i think it's unshaken yeah first oh wait actually let me look up the title of that song because i think i just butchered it right now oh. but either way it's a very slow song and like oh yeah it is unshaken i got it right but yeah this is very slow it's like not really country but it fits the setting of you know rural america and i just like love it but the final fantasy example sounds awesome so another one that another one that was really good and i'm looking it up right now it was yes it's a you've heard of the game called gears of war right mm-hmm. yeah they used a trailer for their third game that came out gears of war 3 they used mad worlds and just to showcase just like how apocalyptic the earth had become and how just seemingly impossible it was for these guys to do it and the whole time mad world was playing in the background it's like oh my god it, it, it hits you like it's almost like reality just strikes you like this could be what happens in the future, but it's almost amazing how music itself can change to exactly how a trailer works. There's so many examples. It can be comedic. It can be, it can be sad. It can be uplifting. There's so many ways licensed music can change a game. No, yeah, there's honestly a lot because, yeah, because there's some more lighthearted stuff. There's also... Obviously, if the game is going to be really dramatic, there's a dramatic trailer that goes along with it, with its very own tense score. And even professional like musicians and producers like who are known for mainstream songs get involved in uh, the production of video games. Because I know, for example, I forgot which Call of Duty game it was, but it was scored by Mike Dean, who's produced for Kanye West, like Travis Scott, has been like a major producer in hip hop for the past 30 years. And he got involved in video games. So stuff like that, where major artists and engineers, producers want to get involved in it. That's how you know it's like, there's a lot of uh, connection there. Yeah, and I think there's, if we're gonna talk about licensed music and video games, I think there's one game in particular that trumps almost everything else. Not only in just sheer size, but in quality as well. Like it knows exactly how to pick their songs to match with the characters, to match with the missions that you play during the game. And it's an old one. Technically it's an old one. This one came out like 10 years ago. Now I feel old. Grant the Thought of Five, that game serves almost like the king of, you want to look at a, a video game series, a franchise that knows how to pick music, you look towards Grand Theft Auto. Not just Grand Theft Auto Five, but like every other game that comes out, it just hits with the music. It's incredible how they pull it off with this stuff. No, yeah, like absolutely, for sure. 
especially too just i love the different like radio stations that they have like they're in the game and they even like keep adding songs now as the game like continues to get updated like more songs have been added and they get a lot of great artists like to contribute to the soundtrack so like it's always top notch but yeah i i didn't realize it's been that long since gta 5 dropped wow where where's gta 6 where <laughs> it's not going to come out until they well they're going to keep milking gta online for probably about 10 years the ps the playstation 6 will come out and they'll still have gta 5 on there that's probably what's going to happen but enough ranting about how rockstar takes forever to make their video games let's talk about their music because the trailers i just want to talk about the trailer the character trailers to introduce the three main characters michael trevor and franklin each of them have songs that perfectly line up with their characters Franklin, he's a young guy, maybe about his 20s, comes from the hood. So what song did they choose for him? Put it going love it. J-Rock featuring Kendrick Lamar. Basically talking about how, yeah, it, we, we don't care what you think because where we're from, the streets, they're going to love it. Trevor, the absolutely insane psychopath from The Sticks. His song, Are You Sure Hank Done It This Way? It's a country song. I had who it was earlier, but I kind of forgot who, who wrote the song. It's like, yeah, Trevor's going to do things kind of his own way. Who cares what other people think of him? Michael, he's a retired bank robber. He's in his 50s. He's depressed. He's stuck in the past. He's that kind of Uncle Rico kind of guy who's like stuck in the past and to keep looking, <laughs> tries to get lost in nostalgia. What song do they choose for him? Radio Gaga by Queen. And that's a song about how Freddie Mercury's looking into the past, talking about the radio and how he misses it. Michael is the kind of guy who misses his past. It's so perfect how they choose three songs that encapsulate each of the characters just in the trailer. So you know what you're getting into with these games because you've already seen the trailers, you've heard the songs that played with them. Now you get a really good understanding of what these characters or personalities are like. That's what I like the most about Rockstar. Yeah, honestly, GTA V in particular probably has the best musical connection to their characters in a certain video game. And just to, like, also, they really captured the spirit of, like, L.A. and, like, some of their songs, like, especially, you know, making the song, like, a song by J-Rock with Kendrick Lamar, two huge, like, L.A. rappers, like, from Top Dog Entertainment. Like, they really did a great job of just capturing, like, besides being a great game to play like in it in itself they really just like captured the spirit of like the characters and the setting all together so i feel like like when, when you see the work getting done like like all the little details like like are just like they, they just fit so well all the pieces fit that's basically what i was trying to say <laughs> i also love how sometimes that they they have songs play on the radio like right after a certain mission happens like there's one mission where Trevor has to like drop this woman off, this older woman off, and the song is playing is about how it's like, it's like a it's like a love song. It's like telling you to move on and like, yeah, you can still be in love with this woman, but you have to move on anyway. There's a song after like a mission with Michael where you like trash some dude's house. The song is playing afterwards, "Dirty White Boy" by Foreigner. <laughs> um, oh yeah, there's just. That, like, no, the music in GTA 5 is just, like, top-notch in general. And, like, the fact that they've, like, kept adding, like, new songs, like, for GTA Online. 
like that also just like fit the theme of the game like it's just incredible every video game should like be that dedicated to like having music that fits like the scene yeah i i agree with you man people need to be more dedicated to soundtracks like i know some games have really bad soundtracks some games have really good soundtracks like mick gordon when he was stuck with doom is basically just pure heavy metal but other than that soundtracks can be really hit or miss but licensed music can always help that out no definitely for sure because i know for me uh I love playing a lot of like sports video games like Madden 2K. Well, Madden doesn't really have a lot of music. It's like, well, at least like the older Madden games, it's just the like those like futuristic like Madden sounds. There's like dun 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 dun, dun like like you know, just like build up music, yeah. stuff like that. But NBA 2K, certain songs that I'll hear, I'll just think of 2K. Like whenever I hear Star from the Bottom by Drake, I just think of NBA 2K14 because every time the loading screen comes up, that song just starts like blasting. <laughs> and just certain stuff like that, like I'll associate, or just some like random pop song from FIFA 13, like I'll hear like while I'm out and I'm like, wait. <laughs> and the memories just like flush back. Like, didn't I hear this in FIFA once, like four years ago or something like that? It's just like I have like I'm like like this memory comes back of me playing with like Team Brazil like or whatever. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think this is gonna wrap us up. We're almost reaching our time limit here. So, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we sign off, Ryan? Um, let's see. I'm just gonna say my favorite video game reference in the song real quick. There's obviously honestly thousands to choose from one that was sticking out of my head like like i had the research like 15 minutes to find the name of the song because i just had one section of the line stuck in my head and i couldn't even think of the artist or anything else about the song to help me figure it out but i found out that it's a song called shoot em up bang by peewee longway featuring young nudie <laughs> and then young nudie's verse he says, shit get real, call of duty guns when I'm in the field. And like, it drops in like the middle of the verse. And it's very, he's just a very like menacing guy. Like some guy you really don't want to mess with. And I thought it fit perfectly with like tone of the verse and everything. There's also so <laughs> many like better video game references than that, but that one stuck out in my mind. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. If you want to go check that song out, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. I don't know if it's on Spotify, but it should be on YouTube somewhere because everything is there on YouTube. But this has been the Daily Aztec Music Podcast. I'm Jason Droins, joined by, of course, Brian Hardison. Thank you all for listening. We hope you have a very good day. Adios. <laughs>